Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. Happy Thursday. Oh my God, it's the latter half of the week and we are continuing Friends and Family Week here at The Toast with a highly requested, very special guest. It is TikTok girly, realistic, what do you say? Realistic hall creator. Influencer, I don't know, Remy Vader. Hello, thank you for that intro. What's your? Sorry, I totally bought you. What is your like official bio? What is your official title? I never Content know. Content creator and curve model. Yeah, I knew I fucked it up. <laughs> Content creator and curve model, Remy Vader is here. Hi, Remy. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming back. It's been almost a whole year since your last. Um, appearance on the show I think I came last year right after Coachella oh my god so that's actually what I wanted to talk to you about yeah. we're gonna catch up and stuff before we get into all the stories and we both watched a new episode of Vanderpump Rules last night mm -hmm. but I was thinking about you this week because this weekend is Coachella mm -hmm. and not you're not going why not I just like really wasn't sure <laughs> if it was for me <laughs> so last year was your first year yeah um and now that you're a year out from it I think the last time we spoke it was a little fresh a little raw for you yeah now you've had a whole year to process what that journey was like tell people who've never been to Coachella why it wasn't for you <laughs> and I've been twice and I totally understood all of your concerns oh, and I agreed I with realize them you've been yes of course yeah, it, it's not for me day. okay yeah well after I want to know why it's not for you okay. but for me personally I just felt like I can't say it's like a a bad place to be like it's a wonderful place if you're into that I realized after that I'm a concert girly not a festival girly that's fair I love to be a concert where I know every word and mm -hmm. I'm there for that person mm -hmm. but like why would I run around in a desert hot field <laughs> that takes an hour to get into mm -hmm. sweating dripping you know once you get in there you're not even getting out for a few hours because it's like a thing to get out all day all day I'm like trying to even think I just feel like honestly it was my sorry you're fine it was my personal experience that everything went wrong and that's why I can't be like you I would never say to anyone like you don't go to Coachella right but if you are someone like me that <laughs> I don't know if there's many people like me that have those exact experiences but like the sweating no, and the, the heat and these, don't like you have triggers triggers I'm triggered by heat 100% that was a huge problem I had when I went to Coachella but yeah. for me the reason why I disliked Coachella was like yeah I was uncomfortable and like I was sweaty and like there was a lot of long lines and walking which yes. oh my god I yeah, hate walking that. and walking in the heat where I was like trying to wear like I cute was also dresses. like trying to like be cute. Mm -hmm. That was crazy in that weather. A hundred percent. I could get past that. I really could. But at the end of the day, like I'm measuring life experiences in the amount of fun that I'm having. Right. And I didn't find it to be all that fun, especially as like a influencer, podcaster, content creator. You go to create content. So it's very much like a work. It's like a conference and every there's so many different brand events and and everyone's just like competing yeah. to go to the best events. And you end up like, oh, I think I'll go to this party tonight. And you always end up choosing the wrong party. Like, it's just, 
I don't know. I don't find it that fun. I'm more of a stagecoach girl. No brands go to stagecoach. It's okay. very chill. I love country music. Is it at the same place? Yeah, it's the same exact festival. The week after Coachella weekend Got number it. two. See, I'm surprised that you go to that then. I love the music. It's way less fanfare. There's not like famous people there. It's just like people who like country music and it's right. so fun. And it's like really the best country Well, yeah, festival. because Coachella is known for, it's just so hyped up. But it's not even, it's also years ago. Like I remember in high school being like, I'll never go to this. It wasn't something I looked at. was like, this is so cool. Like when everyone was wearing the hats and doing the Instagram pictures, I'm like, I hate that. Oh no, I saw it and I was like, dear God, please one day let me be cool enough no, to go to Coachella. No, I really, really, really I will go it. to synagogue every Saturday <laughs> if you just let me be cool and wear hats like that with beads <laughs> on my face. God, I will eat kosher, please. <laughs> Yeah, no, not me. But the the one thing is I feel like everyone was like, oh my God, she clearly had a horrible time at like Revolve Fest or something because all that drama happened mm. last year. I actually like have a little bit of FOMO because I had the best time specifically at Revolve Fest yeah. because I went with them. So I'm not, I don't know. I can't say like how everyone else's experience was that mm -hmm. just like went, I know like shit went down. Mm -hmm. But for me, I had me and Nikki, my sister had a wonderful time. Yeah. And like we're, that was where I had the most fun because it was more of a VIP experience. It wasn't as big as Coachella, no matter if you were GA or mm -hmm. VIP. I like really listened to the artists and had fun. And it was just, that was more up my alley. Yes, I will say the last time I went to Coachella, Jackie and I also went to Revolve Festival and it was probably better than the, the, um, the, the thing is with the festival, it's so much work to get there, like the flights and the outfits and you get there and you walk and you walk and you walk and you walk and you walk. And, you walk. <laughs> and then you finally get there. And I will say, like, I under I understand why people are obsessed with it. It's so beautiful. Did you have an artist pass? Yes. I didn't. Yeah. Okay, so for people that don't know, like if there's VIP and there's mm -hmm. GA, but then there's an artist pass, which yeah. I wasn't cool enough to know about. And people are like, oh, you have artist pass? And I'm like, no. No, people are so annoying about like what type of tickets they yeah, have. Yeah, like, that's these... what I mean too, that I'm like, no. So no, then some I... of these influencers are so goddamn annoying. Like, you have artist pass? <laughs> shut up, bitch. Okay, shut up. That's what I mean with like the competition That's level. That's what I'm saying Like too. mind your own goddamn business, bitch, and go put your fishnet stockings on <laughs> and eat my fucking ass with a spoon. <laughs> That shit bothers me. I agree. That's what I'm saying. So when I was just like in the VIP and I realized I thought VIP would be close. Like for me, I like to connect to the artist. So I like to be as close as possible. You're more of like an indie music no, girl. No, no. <laughs> like I go to the front and I'm like. Yeah. And then you're like locking eyes yeah, with like yeah. the lead singer. Like going to go fuck in the back. But like I just want to feel. Feel. Feel feelings. In my heart. No, I actually I know what you're saying. When I go to concerts, I. I don't wear glasses, but I could benefit from wearing glasses. And I bring a pair of glasses oh. because I really want to see the artist. And then I feel like they can see me. <laughs> like when I go to Broadway shows, when I saw Funny Girl, I was literally wearing my glasses. I really want to see that, by the way. <gasps> oh, my God. I know. But I... What were we talking about? Coachella <laughs> Artist Pass. Yes. I didn't do that. And then I realized VIP, I was a million miles away. I was like, how is this VIP? And I just like, that was what it was. Everything you're saying and like the pictures and everyone like one-upping each other. I just started looking around. There's a video of that. Not the video of me like crying. Mm -hmm. There's a video of me just like standing around and like looking at people and being like, what I is know. this? And started laughing because I'm like, this is just a joke. It's like a content, it's a content conference. It's like VidCon almost. Yeah, never been there, but I know what you mean. Me neither, but oh, okay. I'm assuming that's what goes down, content. Yeah. Um, so you're not going to Coachella this weekend. What are you doing? Well, I'll be in the air conditioning in my apartment, <laughs> smiling. Um, no, actually. Smiling. <laughs> Just like staring up at your ceiling fan. Yeah. I don't know, actually. I really, oh, so like next week is my sister's bachelorette party in Tulum. I've been hearing a lot about it. So I'm really preparing. And then the week after, three days in between, and then I'm going on a brand trip to Turks and Caicos. Mm, I know all about it. Spritz will be there. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So I like 
need to just like chill calm down but i might like maybe like go out once yeah like maybe you want to get a drink or something i'll be here i would love to get hibachi or something <gasps> hibachi <laughs> let's get hibachi because i just heard let's you like get hibachi. what did you get hibachi just posted on my instagram story the history of Betty. <laughs> by the way you know steve aoki is the heir to the hibachi that's throne. why i just posted on my story i go this oh, is you crazy no there's actually um a picture of him when you walk in and you know if wow. you go to the there's one benihana in the city and if you go there you're like 95 percent likely to see tracy morgan he's always there that's so interesting both times i've been there in like the last five years i had my like 25th birthday at benihana no i think that's cool it was so cool <laughs> that's the coolest and the thing is all you need is like 10 people to get your own table and you don't have to pay for like a room rental you get your right. own room it's kind of like a low budget i did all of my so i at the corner of my street mm -hmm. when i grew up i had a hibachi place at the corner of my street so oh. i was like yo let's all meet for hibachi yeah. and I, and i'd be like let's go saturday night and yes. i would like throw parties and be, again, you don't have to rent it yeah just like the huge table i was like 20 of my friends and i was like this is the coolest thing i've ever done you know what that reminds me of last night on vanderpump rules they were like kind of making fun of sheena's rehearsal dinner the girls who weren't <laughs> yeah. invited i'm like that literally looks like the best wait i was gonna dinner. say that whole thing looked really fun it's kind of changing my mind a little bit because i was very much like not saying i'm getting married anytime soon uh -huh. but i recently spoke to my boyfriend i go i just want to let you know because i have sweating issues and all this stuff like, we will not be getting married anytime, like anywhere outside. No, I used to say that when I was getting married, I wanted to have a winter wonderland yes! wedding in <laughs> December I'm... outside in the oh, city. Oh, outside. That's yeah. interesting. It's snowing. Perfect. Yes. So like I just, and he was like, maybe, um, well, like maybe like a way in one. No. I know. Hot there too. I know. So I'm like already having all these rules, just thinking about how I'll be anyways. But like I watched my point as I saw the wedding and I was like, it's not one day like you have all these celebrations around and like it just was it looked really fun I know she actually did a really good job and I was really I don't want to get too much into it because we're gonna have a whole segment at yeah. the end but I was really impressed with Sheena like the whole episode my takeaway was like wow Sheena's kind of like a mature queen okay well that's I just was talking about this in my chat with my mom and my sister last night because my mom I was love like, your mom by the way yeah she's funny she's a queen <laughs> well she was like love Sheena and I was like honestly like I don't agree with you like I was like I think she's like a little dramatic I agree with how she was during the wedding like I thought she'd be bugging when yep, was flying yeah. and stuff. I'm like whispering and um and then I was like and then my sister was like yeah mom what like she's dramatic and we were like fighting about who we liked and who we didn't like mm -hmm. and stuff but I do think that she handled herself very well, especially for like that. For me, like I like have no idea what I'll be like when I'm a bride, but I'll probably that, be like a little <laughs> bit of a scary girl. That was going to be my next question. Like what kind of bride do you think you're going to be? I was, and I'm speaking from experience, the yeah, most miserable cunt you've ever met. And I never use that word you've ever met in your life like so controlling my mom would hate if she heard you use that word. i know but you know what sometimes <laughs> it's the only right word right. i'm sorry mrs bader sometimes yeah. it's the only because that's Adina. it's the only i have respect for my elders i say mrs she hates it i <laughs> i like grew up and that was like what i was forced to do and okay, i felt like so okay. awkward and now it just kind of just stuck. so you know like every time like a, a like still to this day if like my guy friends walk up to her or something and they're like mrs bader she goes it's adina and don't you ever call me mrs. she's bader. so sexy i'm obsessed <laughs> Um, I just was like the worst type of bride. So I relate to were whatever. Were you, you were constantly stressed? So stressed. I like refused to offload any of the planning to the actual wedding planners. Right. But I had like, you know, I had this like big deal with the knot and our wedding was going to be in the magazine. Mm. And I was just like, so it became like a work thing, which I hated. And that yeah. would be like my biggest piece of advice to like an to influencer. To not to work in. To, yeah. Or like a content creator who is going to be like posting their wedding. It, it can become work. And it, it work equals not fun, no matter what right, you do. Right. So that's my only piece of advice. It's funny because Nikki 
is being who I thought, uh, who I think I'll be. And I'm shocked. Is she being a bridezilla? Because she's more, t- not bridezilla, like, but I've never seen her more anxious and bugging about everything. Weddings are Perfectionist, so wild, and like just being like, even she hasn't slept in days. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know why. And she's like being crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, chill. Like, we're good. It's- and like... It's easier said than done. I know. And if I had, I'm just saying if I had me as a maid of honor, like I know I'm like. Are you the maid of honor? Yeah. Well, who else would it be? Yeah. I just want to say, I don't feel like you kind of convey um, any sort of calm energy. Like, (laughs) right. I understand why she's stressed. You are quite literally her maid of honor. Yes. But I'm, but like, I am like queen planner. Yeah, that's true. Like I like have always hosted parties for people. Mm -hmm. I'm like love hosting, planning, making things perfect. So like even though I'll bug until the moment, like for my parties and stuff, like I've never had a bad party. I've never felt like I've like, shit, I dropped the ball on this. Like I always plan things accordingly. Yeah. And for me, I'm actually being extra chill because I'm like, she'll just bring up like the bridal party when like this is coming up. And I'm like, Let's not focus on that. That's in June. One thing at a time. This is like coming up in a week, like, and we're all good for it. So, mm-hmm. like, let's just live in the moment. Let's I'm being like a hippie moment. girl. Yes. <laughs> you know, the first time you were on this show, this is not your third time, correct? Yeah, and I remember exactly what I wore and every feeling about the last time, but I don't remember anything. When was the first time? You were a guest first with Jackie and I. Okay. Then you co-hosted. Oh, yes. You, I actually <gasps> remember you wore a black bodysuit and blue jeans. I was like, oh my god, and I don't remember that. And that was the most like nervous day of my life. And then we sat here for like an hour afterwards talking shit about every single person yes, on the planet. Yes, because that's like all I ever dreamed of doing with you guys. And so I was much like, fun. this is the coolest thing. But so the first time you were here, you had like just popped off. Like your life was changing. You were in this like very transition. I think you were really overwhelmed. Wait, by I it. don't want you to get mad at me and I want to talk about Go. this, but like I have to adjust myself. Like oh, I feel girl, like I've live. been sitting like this the whole time girl, trying to be. Lean back. Take I don't your know time. what to do. Okay, well, I'm, I have to. No, like li- like, I want you to be comfortable. And what can pull this your microphone back? I said here and then just like pull that. it towards your mouth. Gorgeous. See now I could like see you and sit. Good. This is so I want much you to better. be happy, Remelina. Okay, go again. So the first time you were here, your life had kind of changed overnight mm-hmm. through TikTok. You had blown up, and I think you were feeling like a little overwhelmed by yes, the whole. And now it's been how long have you been a TikToker? Two and a half years. Does it feel more normal now? Because your life just changed on a dime. I still feel like it was yesterday. Yeah, I really do because I'm like. I it like scares me in that way because I'm like all right I'll get to the halls next week and then I'm like realizing I it's been a two like I just feel like I'm having I'm still having a hard time of like focusing on myself and like right now I'm in myself period of like your year good of things. you yes like and I'm really like focusing on myself and all it's good but then I like push away the content and then it stresses me out that I can't give that to my followers mm-hmm. I do a bad job of doing both and giving it to myself and to everyone else. And that's how am I still trying to manage that two and a half years later? That's what's annoying. It's not that long. Like this is a very abnormal um, like way of living. Right. And I think it's so important. I, I actually spoke about this a lot in my book. Like doing the toast gave my life so much structure because yes. being a content creator, like your life is pretty structureless. You know, you work yeah. at all hours of the day and then no hours of the day. You have weeks that are so busy you can't breathe. And then weeks where like kind of nothing's going on. And you're like, I could literally get a day job. Right. Um, and so doing this every day kind of gave like a nine to five structure to my day. And I feel like a lot of the most successful content creators have like such crazy structure in their their day just to avoid that kind of awkward. Yeah, I need that. Yeah. And I almost feel like just even me, this is the first time in my life 
not my life, what? The first time in years that I'm even getting up earlier again because I used to be an early bird. Mm -hmm. Like I would even get up in college at 5 a.m. to study. I would never study at night. I would be at Starbucks at 5 a.m. when it opened. So like I like miss that version of myself and I'm bringing that back and even just like getting up earlier and doing these things. I'm like, wow, this is like a little of routine. This is structure. This is what I've been missing since before COVID. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting there. Yeah. And then I think I could in a way like I feel like I'm working on so many different things that but for the first time I realized this the other day too like everything the first year was just like public and on TikTok and whatever. The second year was all of the things I was working on like coming to life and I had announcement 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 it was like wow this is so exciting and now for the first time it's like I don't have these announcements but I'm working on so much that I can't even like talk about and that would will probably come about like next year that I'm like am I not doing enough? No that's the thing about like this line of work is you're always looking at what other people are doing and comparing like oh my god did I do I? that yeah of course that's just human but and I've talked to you you've helped me a lot with this I always tell my mom that I'm like Claudia this helps me a lot because I'll be I'll like you know I very open about when I feel a certain way and mm-hmm. I'm like oh my god like am I not doing enough or I feel like I'm focusing on too much like and you're like you're going to have periods in this like job mm-hmm. where it's what highs like, and lows highs and lows everybody you know wants to work with you and then there's a few weeks where it's like you're kind of irrelevant and it comes in waves and as long as you get comfortable knowing that there are going to be highs there are going to be lows there yeah. are going to be months that are you know you're bringing in more money than other months and other months where you're just like kind of slow like it's okay actually yeah. lean into those slow moments because then there are months where you can't catch your breath and you long for for a slow month right and that's what I'm trying to be okay with right now good. because it's not even I have to understand like it's not even slower like this is like good for me but I couldn't even handle what was happening before because that was abnormal. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, it's like it is. Some weeks are busier, some yep. weeks are not. But when those weeks are busier, I'm like, I can't breathe. I need a rest. So I'm like, I just need to like lean into it more. And I think that's what I'm doing now. I'm like, I'm having a little bit more time on my hands where I'm like, great, I can actually go to the gym. I could do some nice things for myself. Mm-hmm. And I cooked the other night for the first yes. time in two years I or saw something. your steak and pasta. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Yeah, I feel like gratitude is so important. Not to sound literally like a freak but mm-hmm. being grateful when you're busy yeah. but also being grateful when you're not like you right. need to be grateful for the opportunities that come your way because like everyone no matter who you are like you work hard to earn things in this life and when you get them you should be really grateful for them and then then it's just also about your perspective so like when things are going you know slow you can think like oh my god like nobody wants to work with me I hit never like I'm done in this business or you could think like wow I can take care of myself I can reset I can relax so that when those months come where I'm like really busy I can lean in yeah and give it a hundred percent like here today at the toast you're gonna give it a hundred percent you I'm already here, are I'm excited I'm happy to be here and I do feel the difference of like the last time I was here which is just funny because I feel like the first time I was here I was a fan the second time I was here, we were friends, mm-hmm. but like now I feel like we're actually friends where I feel comfortable where I was like, we're friends, but I'm like still nervous and bugging. You still had your wall up. Yeah. I'm not nervous now. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I mean, we share a physical therapist. We share a lot. Yeah. We both went to physical therapy yesterday. Frank. Frank. <laughs> who, who do you think Frank likes better? It was funny. I'm like a really good patient. Like I make my appointments. I show up every time. I do my exercise at home. Like I don't know how Frank couldn't like me and I'm hilarious on the table. Well, I just want to say to everyone that like Claudia didn't find Frank. I found Frank. And I now- never said I found Frank. <laughs> but people started I never DMing said. me, oh, were you going to Claudia's PT? And I was like, I'm triggered. You want to know why they said that? What? Because I'm consistent and I always go. And whenever I go, I post to support local businesses. This is the first, uh, yesterday was the first time I went in, two, in a year and a half. I'm just consistent. And I never said I invented Frank. I actually said I got him from Margot, who got him from Remy. Right. So Anyways, I, didn't, I never he, said I invented he Frank. He was talking you up. So, okay, yeah. He was just like, 
I got like 20 new patients the other day when she posted and like all this. Support local business. Yeah, so then I started being like, oh shit, like I have to post. And He's kind of like, like turning us against one another. <laughs> I agree. Wait, also it was just funny because I like didn't, I was so tired when I went yesterday and just like out of it because I've been working. Oh. Yes, queen. And I was like, I'm sorry, Frank, like I keep yawning and like whatever. And he starts like whipping out the camera and I'm like, wait, I'm not, my hair's everywhere. I'm of no makeup and I text to Claudia after and I'm like, I had no idea I was going to a photo shoot at PT. Yeah. He was, he was like, yeah, well, Claudia, you know, let's me take the videos and do this. And I was never going to say no to Frank. Like, yeah, so I was like, yeah, do it. And I was thinking, and then he's like, can we take a picture together? And I'm like, ah, like I wanted so bad to be like, can we just do this next time? But I didn't have it in my heart to do so. Yeah. Well, I always go to Frank after the toast. So I always look cute. And the first time we took a picture together and I was like, oh, I should look cute every time in case like he wants to take more photos with me. Well, you and know what I was thinking? Oh my God, I just cut you off. No, it's okay. Like, I'm, I'm just always it. making content at PT because you sit there for a while with that machine on your back. So I'm like taking pictures of myself. Okay, making... well, I'm sorry that I'm in pain. So am I. That's and... why I'm at PT, bitch. <laughs> That's literally why I'm at PT. Like I literally like saw you on your phone. I'm like, oh, I could be on my phone. Like when I used to go, I would like literally put the phone aside and be like, because I was just like so serious oh. and it wasn't a fun thing for me. But I did enjoy it more yesterday. I said to Frank, I said, I feel more motivated than ever. Like I want to feel better. I That's just how, don't want to be in pain. That's how I felt. I'm like, my back hurts like after long days and I am going to take the matter into my own hands. Right. Like it's last powerful. night when I got home, like, can you believe I was actually doing some of the things you told me to do? Did you do your exercises? Yeah. I was like pulling, like pushing myself yeah. up on the bed. Yeah. And, um, oh, I post, oh, I actually, yeah, I meant to I feel like you're about to yell at me. I get a, no, I get a little bit of like an older Tanner version of like Ben vibes from, from him. Yeah. That's a compliment. I'm going to tell Ben. Which, because you did well I get in trouble for saying you said he was like a cute like, oh my god yes I did say oh, we can cut that out we can cut that. No, no, but then fine. I started looking at him and I'm like I get it because this is like, like ben. ben like I get why you see that yeah no that's fair we could cut this out because now no. like Frank's gonna think <laughs> no it's okay it's okay because let you me think tell you Frank watches the toe no he does because I split let me tell you because I had said we, I was sharing <laughs> Listen, can I you was, cut things out on here? I can, but I'm not because this is funny. <laughs> okay. Because I said on the first time I went, I told the story about how I accidentally took my pants off when I wasn't <laughs> yes, supposed the best to. Story. And the whole situation was like made even more humiliating because he was like a handsome guy. And that clip went so viral. And the next time I was like, there's no way Frank saw this clip where I called him handsome. Saw. He's like, my wife saw it and sent it to me. I'm like, oh my God, now him and his wife. And I was like so mortified. So you just called him handsome. And now I feel better that I'm not the only one and I'm not cutting it out. <laughs> okay. So having said that, <laughs> let's dive into a little bit of pop culture news, the Fast Five stories that uh, you need to know. Today's episode is brought to you by State Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create a plan that gives you options so you get an affordable price. And it comes with a lot of benefits like the coverage you want, a policy that helps cover what's important to you, and an affordable price just for you. You know, Jax and I, my queen Jax, we're always talking about how important personalization is and how personal some things can be. Insurance, of course, being one of them. Poetry, another. Comedy, another. Food, another. You know, some of us are folklore girls and some of us are evermore girls. And that's because it's personal. Personalization means you have the power to choose what you want to include and what you want to leave out. It just feels better that way, and why shouldn't insurance work like that too? That's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. You can choose to include options like bundling your home and auto policies, and that means you'll get the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. In the end, you have a policy that gives you what you want. I mean, take Jax and I. Have you met two girls more similar? 
but even our insurance, it's so personal that we have different needs. You know, Jackie's a homeowner. Jackie has two cars, you know? Some of us are just blessed like that. It feels better, and State Farm knows that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Oh, I'm sorry. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability, availability and eligibility may vary. Thank you, State Farm, for sponsoring today's episode of The Toast. All right, first up, we've got some news that I feel like you're going to have a lot to say about. Okay. Did you see this Ariana Grande thing? Yes. She posted this video. Um, she was addressing body shaming comments. Mm-hmm. So Ariana Grande is getting candid about her health. The pop star took to TikTok on Tuesday because she was inspired by Remy Bader to shed light on her <laughs> mental health, addressing recent comments about her body in a rare three-minute confessional. This is what she said. I don't do this often. I don't like it. I'm not good at it, but I just wanted to address your concerns about my body and talk a little bit about what it means to be a person with a body and to be seen and to be paid such close attention to. There are many different ways to look healthy and beautiful. And personally, for me... The body that you've been comparing my current body to was the unhealthiest version of my body, she continued. I was on a lot of antidepressants and I was drinking on them and I was eating poorly and I was at the lowest point of my life when I looked the way that you consider my health, you consider healthy, but that in fact wasn't healthy. She said healthy can look different. The second thing is you never know what someone is going through. So even if you're coming from a loving place or a caring place, that person probably is working on it or has a support system that they're working on it with. You never know. So be gentle with each other and be gentle with yourselves. Sending you guys a lot of love. And I think you're beautiful no matter what you're going through, no matter your weight, no matter how you'd like to do your makeup these days, yada, yada, yada. Um, thoughts, Remy, as like the I, the girl who never asked to be the spokesperson of body positivity neutrality yeah. but who is i'm gonna get shit for that I'll be like, she is not the spokesperson about it but okay. uh, I, you get shit for like whatever so yeah, just anything. honestly you should just you start know, saying I don't, some crazy actually, shit yeah i don't really care anymore so um yeah i saw that i reposted it i truly believe i just i i don't agree with any sort of commenting on anyone's body like i just like especially if there is a public figure because mm-hmm. I'm like they are people think that you're not people mm-hmm. she is reading that mm-hmm. maybe not every single comment but she sees it especially if that's like the majority of what people are saying and you really have no idea what she's going through clearly if she feels obligated which she never makes videos like that I know it was to cr- come it was on crazy. and say that like something's going on yeah. and she wants to make a point the fact that she was saying that it was unhealthy for her and whatever it's just like why do you have to dig and when I reposted that video I was getting messages and it's funny because lately when I get I'm saying I don't care and I do in the way that I'm like I actually respond more to people like shut up now like I'm like (laughs) I I'm sorry like I I don't care like I'll block you I said like Mm -hmm. just go I, I mean I've always been a blocker but like people were messaging me no but she really needs to figure out her body and I would respond and be like, I'm sorry, that's very rude and you shouldn't say that. Yeah. Like, even if you're saying it to me, I don't care. I'm not going to agree with you. Like, why? why? Do you think, this is a, a, just a genuine question. Do you think that people feel more comfortable um, commenting on the body of a thin person? Yeah, I feel like people, they probably, the people that maybe wouldn't comment on someone like my body because mm-hmm. they think that they're doing a good job by not doing that. Right, they're like an ally. But they're like, right. But then they're like, oh, well, she looks unhealthy in the other way. Right. I can comment on that, and that's absolutely not true. So, okay, this is my question for you, because I feel a certain way about it, and I don't know if a lot of people agree with me. Do you think it's the same thing to comment on a curvy person's body and mm-hmm. a thin person's body? Like, is one of them worse than right. the other? I think I always grew up feeling like if you comment that someone's fat or on a curvier person's body, that it's worse. And I do think that there are... I do think deep, deep down, I think it's worse. Deep, deep down. But I've learned to 
accept more and understand and understand more what you know people might be going through with that they can't gain weight and things right. like that where I used to get pissed like most of my friends from college are I mean all of my friends from college and my group of friends are skinny like it yeah. just I didn't choose that people think I choose skinny friends. right it is how it is and I remember one of my friends always complaining being like I can't gain weight and it's so hard for me and I'd be like oh shut up I know and now I really like have seen some of the things she's gone through and I like actually I think I like a year ago apologized oh wow for maybe some of the like me just making it a joke years prior because I'm like no like I don't know like you you really have no idea like what is going on and I yeah yeah no I agree with you something I struggle with and I'm not saying that I think my version of anything is right it's like I have always felt like it's not the same to be told you're too fat and you're too skinny right because we live in a culture where skinny is a good thing it's a currency it's like so calling someone too skinny is like calling someone too good it's like it's we put a positive connotation in skinny and a negative one on fat so it's like to be told you're too fat is like you're too negative and to be told you're too skinny is like you're too positive that too but then i also i see the the flip side and it's like well shut the fuck up about whatever anyone's body looks like i just i definitely and it's something i don't have like clear thoughts on but it's something i don't really fully understand and maybe that's because i've literally never in my life been told that i'm too skinny me neither and i've never i can't even relate to the sentiment of not being able to gain weight but I know that that's a thing for people and I totally respect it it's so foreign to me I I have no idea what that's like like if you've ever been in a really bad place do you choose to eat or not to eat that's a personal question but uh, no without question to eat right I've never been so heartbroken over anything that I lost my appetite (laughs) no 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 me neither I found a newer deeper recess (laughs) of my appetite to dig into anytime and still to this day because I'm still struggling with that if someone says something that pisses me off or it's just something more negative I go to food yep that is my comfort so same I've never dealt with the opposite but think about putting yourself in, let's say, her shoes, and I have no idea what Ariana is going mm-hmm. through, and her being in such a maybe deep, dark place that she truly can't eat. I am sure that that's a traumatizing thing, too. Yeah. So I understand both sides, but I do also, with what you're saying, mm-hmm. I, th- I I like how you explained it, too, because I think it's just being fat, no matter what, is still negative. Yeah. And in in the mind of most people in the yes, world. Yes, And it's just, it, it is a dig when people- Can I people, ask you a question? Yeah. You posted something yesterday that oh I- Oh my God, I knew you were gonna- Why, what did I do wrong? <laughs> wait, wait, maybe you're not, okay, what, what? I wanted to ask you, because I had never heard of the phrase body checking. I, okay, first of all, it's crazy that you saw that because it was up for 30 minutes and I Oh, you deleted it. it? And Claudia, you were the only person in my head as that Why? Was up. Oh my God, well- because I, me, and Claudia, <laughs> me and Claudia talk about this stuff a lot, but I was like, literally in the back of my head, I'm like, Claudia's going to disagree with this post. By the way, well, so I only, first of all, I didn't really, I, I think I disagreed with it, but I don't know what yeah. body checking is. Can okay, you explain? Yeah, so I'll tell you. I hadn't, hadn't mm. heard that phrase. I didn't know before my eating disorder treatment mm. at all. And people were saying, and I was like, what's body checking? It's a good question. So, yeah. So it's when you are staring and looking at yourself in the mirror and like looking at like your body and whatever, but you're doing that, then you're, body checking is just that really. Oh my God, I literally did that this morning. Right, but like it's a, it's something that people are always, a lot of people are doing. But what I was trying to say and what the video was. Wait, sorry, is body checking bad? It's, it's bad. Why? Because I don't want to say the wrong thing. No, that's I, okay. But no, because I'm trying this to is like a free, think. We're just working through thoughts, everyone. Right, so. right. Um, it's supposed to be yeah bad because you're you're literally 
you're staring at yourself and constantly checking on like what you should be looking like mm -hmm. and looking it's like weighing yourself constantly got it but you're just looking at yourself in the mirror and looking at your body and like like constantly it, it's a it's a bad thing I guess in the world of like eating disorder recovery got it okay okay and what I was saying and I realized I rarely ever in my two and a half years delete videos that mm -hmm. I post I'm like very confident with what I post how many times you watch a video before you post it like you wait a couple hours I don't and you post it. immediately I don't watch it usually okay unless I feel like I fucked something up I said and yeah like cut, not fucked it up like where I'm like uh like I need to cut that up because I like hesitated or something but I really like I'm big on my videos are better when I, I do them in the moment of what I'm feeling mm -hmm. and I want to get it out there this was something I sat on for a week and I was like okay I want to say it the right way and to just explain what I was trying to get out there versus what I realized it sounded like and then started getting automatically some negative comments I was like this isn't worth me not sleeping tonight and it's not what you meant and it's I not guess. what I meant so what I was trying to say aside from any medications or what anyone's on because I've posted recently too I disagree I don't think that we should be looking at people's bodies and being like she's on this she's on this mm -hmm. I don't give a shit mm -hmm. and like that's just not our business yeah I agree what I am and what I was trying to say which maybe you'll understand more mm -hmm. is that I really I was on my Instagram the other day and I just was scrolling through and every story was people I know and people I don't know of just out of nowhere showing their abs out of no it's not showing a fitness journey or whatever it is it's like all of a sudden I'm seeing what I'm seeing it is is in the behind it's like we're in this like skinny era now I'm just gonna show I'm really skinny now out yeah. of nowhere and what's bothering me is that I'm not saying because what people started commenting you're saying you people can't show their progress and what right. they're proud of that's not what I'm saying because I guess I would want to do that too mm -hmm. you know that's where I started being like oh no that's not what I mean yeah. I just think that people are leaning into this like I'm seeing so much less of like, be yourself, be okay with Messaging. the videos that I was making in the beginning of COVID. I'm starting to see less of that and just so much more like we need to, you know, go back to being skinny and that's mm -hmm. all there is. And it's scaring me. So let me tell you why I disagreed with it. And I, I knew you would. So no, I do. And only because it's like kind of a mentality I have about everything in this life. Mm -hmm. I feel like what you're describing is a really niche trigger for you. Right. And I think a part of recovering from anything, and I don't know anything about eating disorders, so I might be wrong, but I think through like therapy and healing, whatever it is that you're triggered by, the point of, of the healing journey is to be able to be confronted by things that trigger you mm -hmm. because the, the concept that, you know, everything you see every day is, should, should be a safe space for you, whatever that person is dealing with, whatever the mm -hmm. trauma is, is unrealistic. It's like right. Fran Leibowitz quote, you yeah. know, to leave your house is to be offended. Um, so I, what I felt was like, it's almost, it's your POV. Right. But it might not be ubiquitous, if that makes sense. I get that. And maybe that's why I deleted it, because I feel like I'm good at feeling like, oh, maybe this wasn't right. And mm -hmm. then I wouldn't have deleted it. Yeah. And it's just funny, because I just didn't want you to see it. But <gasps> oh I, my God, I can't believe you have this like, complex about me. I'm crying, because you know, I'm no, literally- No, because I know what you think. Like, it's almost like a Nikki thing, like with my sister. Yeah. It's like, oh, I know she's going to see, so I know what she's going to think. And I don't want to deal with the conversation, so I'm just going to delete it. No, by the way, I totally relate to that. Like, oh, this is going to get difficult. I'm out. Deuces. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I feel like I used to be more in the like I'm in a battle just I feel like mind. I used to be more like I'm in a battle this and I'm standing for what I believe and then like lately I'm just like I don't want to like, I, I don't want to do it anyways I see what you're saying mm -hmm. and that is that is very true I think it's a part of like things when I'm like I go home and I'm in this like 
everyone put the food away in the house. And I realize I can't do that anymore. I do, I do. But I think it's more because it's a public press thing right now that's like, what are they calling it? Not skinny girl era. I couldn't even think of the word the other day how people are saying like- Oh, heroin chic? Heroin chic. Yeah. Like things like that, like how it's like a thing right now. Like a trend. So I just feel like people are, I I thought it was bullshit the whole time. And that, because I'm very much do what you want. It makes you feel good. We've talked about this. But now that I'm starting to see it as like, oh my God, I'm seeing what people are talking about. Like a full trend. And it's in my face. And I'm not actually thinking about myself because I'm okay. And I'm not getting too triggered where I'm not, I'm going to go not go binge about it. Right. But I'm thinking about the people that are following all these people that aren't following them for a fitness reason mm-hmm. or because of their bodies and are following them for their humor or other things and are now gonna be more triggered than me and maybe don't know how to handle that and I just am feeling for those other people no that's a totally fair um mentality and I'm seeing it in the eyes of like eating disorders which again you're like okay well not everyone's dealing with that so I I see both sides yeah I just deleted it because I'm like it's just not no I honestly feel like the two things we're both saying are like two major like conflicting schools of thought in the culture right now about this is a, a very serious toast. I literally. <laughs> but they are. They're like two conflicting yeah. schools of thought about like A, um, oh, I had like a really good thought that I can't remember what I was gonna say, but like essentially that like what you're trying we, to say. Oh, what I'm trying to say is like, you know, we all are accountable for like what we consume, what we right. you can unfollow. What we allow ourselves to get like taken away with. Like, yes, influence is real, but like if you are aware of your own consciousness and like you are actively you know unfollowing things like it's it's on it's on every individual to protect their peace no one is going to protect your peace for you right and then I think there's another school of thought well it's like well why not why can't we make a world where you know everyone and everything is protected and safe which I don't feel that way I don't even right I feel more in like, because then the other side of Remy is always like do whatever you want Mm -hmm. screw you if you want to unfollow me you can unfollow me I just think I'm just, ner- I just don't want what I came on social media to yeah. do to completely to go away. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. Um, all right, should we dive into the next story? Because we yes. took a major tangent, but wishing Ariana Grande the best. She looked beautiful. Yes. Caitlin Bristow has revealed what she was paid for the Bachelorette. Oh, I didn't know that. So okay. she was offered a measly $40,000 when she was gunning to be the Bachelorette in 2015. Uh-huh. She went on the Trading Secrets podcast um, and said when she was on just The Bachelor as a contestant, she was getting $1,500 um, between that season and then The Bachelorette. So she lived off of $1,500 from ABC. For the until, whole season? No, 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 until just in that break period after The Bachelor, okay. before she was The Bachelorette. So they offered her $40,000 and she was like so excited. She was like, I'll take it. But she had hired a lawyer and she actually couldn't even afford the lawyer at the time. Her stepdad had to, had to lend her $5,000. Um, and he negotiated way harder and was like, no, $40,000 is not enough and put in all these stipulations. And one of the executive producers called her and was like, you got an entertainment lawyer and you're asking for that amount of money? I'm sorry. I thought this was about love for you. <gasps> And she was like, fuck off. It's about love and money. Okay, they go hand in hand for me right now. Um, and she was competing against Brit. And so it was like even more complicated in terms of the contract. So she said she wanted to make the same amount that Chris Souls, who was the previous Bachelor, made, mm-hmm. um, which was a range between 75 and 100 grand. Okay. And she said she was really smart with her negotiations and she made sure ABC would still pay her even if she lost the gig to Brit. Because remember, there was like two Bachelorettes at the same mm. time. Um, she also negotiated that if it was Brit, she got, more, she got the same amount of money. And then... Um, she also reveals the payment structure for Dancing with the Stars. So everybody gets a sign-on bonus for like 
Dancing with the Stars to announce like this person's coming and I feel like that's really just based on your level of fame and relevance yeah. and then you get paid per episode so that's why when people get kicked off they're like bummed because they stopped getting paid okay and they both obviously stopped dancing as well yeah now my question for you is how much would it take for you to be the bachelorette because I think I would not take a dollar under 20 million dollars 20 million I would not do it for any less when you oh. think about taxes and you know Okay, but like there's some people that they're dre- like it's not my dream because oh I'm God. also not trying to get married right it's now. It's my but, worst like, nightmare. Okay, well that exactly. Do you know how many? But bath- there's some people that are like, I'll do it for five dollars. Do you know how many scenes you have to film in a bathing suit? Like I would literally. Well, never. that's why my like my dream in another world would to be out in Love Island, and I would really. Need, but I would rather be. I would need to be paid a hundred million to actually do it because of they the, walk around you only all live. day in a bikini. No, and like there's cameras in the bathroom. I would. I think I would literally rather be killed than be on Love Island. Like that sounds like my worst nightmare. It's you meet the parents and stuff in the bikinis. Like it's crazy. <gasps> oh my god, <laughs> that's crazy. horrifying. Yeah. So no, there's just like a real certain type of person who is built for these shows, like The Bachelor and Love if Island. If I was so diehard, like I want to get married now, like I would do The Bachelor. You would. Yeah. But, but like, like it's wh- not happening. I also have a boyfriend. You do have a boyfriend. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. But like I I can't think of anything worse seriously than being on a, d- a dating show like that. Maybe I could be on like Love is Blind because there's not that much like bathing suit content. And it's, <laughs> right. And it's a but little it's bit just crazy. But like, it's crazy. It's what really, I'm realizing I think that's actually my favorite concept of a, a show because it's just so out of this world. But the fact that some people have worked out or maybe like one or two yeah. couples in the past, whatever. I'm like, this is just a crazy concept. I agree. I think the format is probably the best one. I have a one. problem with them though. What? Because I do feel like I'm like, this is the perfect concept where you actually could have some like larger women and maybe some, oh, how do I say this? Me like, and Ben went on a rant about this. Yeah. La- uh, Friday. Maybe just some more average looking people. No, everyone is pretty average looking and they have like diversity in a lot of different ways, but not in body diversity. Yeah, that's and I every think dating show. That's and that really poses like an interesting potential for conversations and challenges and hurdles and and I don't know why they don't do it. It's very wild. It's I I guess like there was a plus size curvy girl. She like wasn't really no, and from then last they, season. But then they she's smaller than me. Right. And then they there I actually remember last season there was like an actual plus size girl and they like didn't put they her, cut her in out. the actual Yeah. I'm sorry, this is your chance in the perfect show to truly have people that look like all different type of actual people and they aren't doing it. And they're, they're still not thin. hitting it on the head. No, and I think from like an entertainment perspective, I don't know why they wouldn't do that. I do feel like it would make the entire process more interesting. And it brings more viewers. Like, yeah. I just don't get it. But like, that's a whole... I just think that there's so many... I've been trying to think, I'm like, what show... Because people are like, Love Island, like, should have, you know, more plus-size people. And like, we just literally said it as it is. It's like, what if maybe some people are just uncomfortable being a bikini all yeah. the time or whatever it is. This is the perfect show yeah. to have plus-size people on it and they don't do it and that's I just so true that. who are your favorites this season on love is blind are you caught up oh I'm so caught up it's like everything I care about yeah um well I, I it's so easy to say my not favorites oh go first Kwame yeah he's <laughs> also not- I don't get how you didn't understand I sent Claudia a video the other day oh yeah of with no context of like my boyfriend pretending to be Kwame and you're like what am I looking at he was like walking around the house talking on the phone I'm like why are you sending me this video of your boyfriend talking on the phone this looks personal like, I'm like no I'm like, like did you, you send just- this to me by accident <laughs> I literally we got in a fight and I just wanted to show you what he was talking no like I literally he was going uh, 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 or like whatever the laugh was anyways uh. I posted on TikTok and people understood oh good okay but um I watched a six-minute TikTok last night of the comp- 
com- compiled of how much he wants nothing to do with Chelsea. I know. It really was hard to watch. I was going, <gasps> like, it was just hard to watch. I feel very bad for her, but, like, she's truly ignoring every sign. But, like, maybe that's just how she is. I don't know. Or maybe she just, like, wants to... That's the thing about the show. It's like, if you are not into someone and you say your true feelings, you're cut from the show. So I don't these- think she's about the show, like, seeing her sob and stuff. She wants to just get married. I know. She's so in love with him and, like, he can't be bothered. I think he thinks she's so fucking annoying. Yeah. And he's definitely one of the worst. Zach, I mean, there's just no words (laughs) okay I like was like in the beginning I was like justice for Zach and I do feel because I'm sorry that girl was horrible Horrible. but two things can be true he's definitely odd oh my god Bliss's father hates him I know and Bliss's dad is onto something and honestly Bliss is giving (laughs) onto something I thought he was such an asshole like I get it I get it Bliss is giving such desperate energy like she, no, I think she. I think they actually really like each that's other. That's what Jackie said, and Jackie's like, I actually think they may are a good match. But like, wait, I think they are. I'll she be, does. She's not. Does not seem annoyed by him. Like yeah, it's true. That's and like true. I would be freaked out. He like stares in her eyes, and he's like, and he, but she likes it. He does. Also, his mom is. I like her a lot. Yes, I liked her too. Um, and then this is. I might get like shit for this, but like, oh, what's her name? Micah. Yeah. I don't think is as bad as that other girl. No, I, think I actually think she's really into Paul. Same. I don't have a problem with her. I think she was like on a slippery slope to becoming a villain, but she cut off ties with Irina right. pretty quickly. She was like, "You're a mean girl." Bye. I don't think she. I have no problem with her. I really don't. And if you really think about it, because people are like, I, obviously, I don't like how she was like drunk and semi flirting. Flirting. Honestly, it was more him tr- like that going out messy. of his way. Yeah, that was weird. No, she was being messy too. But like, yeah. that's not a crime. But if you really think about it, she cut off Kwame in the beginning and literally only wanted Paul this whole time. Yeah. Like she has, she's literally only wanted Paul that there's kind of like, I just don't have a huge issue with her, but also her friend's so freaking. Oh my God. That was really bad. Like who, freak. who do you think is the hottest guy on the show? Wait, is there anyone even hot? Oh. Oh, well, he's, like, beautiful, but not my type. I think Marshall's a very good-looking man. He but, is. like, it's not like I would go for Marshall. Yeah. But, like, I truly feel very sick for him and feel bad. Was it you that posted the other day saying he's toxic or something? No. Oh, it was someone else that was, like, unpopular opinion, but, like, I think he's toxic. I'm like, I don't. I think he's just, like, a different kind of person than she is. I like and they're when, not meant to be together. I love when people share unpopular opinions and hot takes because I feel like everyone pretty much, like, on social media says the same thing regurgitated in different ways of saying it yeah um but that's just a horrible take horrible I actually like I really just wish the best for Marshall and I think that girl is a mean girl yeah um but wait who do you think's the best looking Paul no, no, even not though like type. personality no, he's good looking he's just not for me. personality wise like I think he would hate me and I would literally he's hate him so we would choke each other he's like so <laughs> Like earthy and Greta Thunberg and green and science. And I'm just like, give me a plastic straw, bitch. I'm getting in this Uber to go three blocks. Um, So like we would hate each other. And like on night one, I'd probably strangle him in his sleep if he didn't do it to me first. But physically, I do think he is the most good looking. Okay. That's just like a little bit about me. Okay. Um, So again, how much would you, how much would it take seriously in this moment in time for you to become the bachelorette? Um, if I didn't have a boyfriend? Yeah, of course. My God, I'm married. We're okay, just like, like three million. Okay. I seriously, I wouldn't do it. Or it's, maybe like a million. It's not enough for me to, to be you that don't, exposed. You literally like, you're just like, be, you like being the center of attention. I do. That's a very good point. I'm and glad I'm not, you brought that I up. And I do too. No, I don't, I don't take it as an insult. I do like to be the center of attention. Um, in this type of scenario where like you're up for 24 hours filming 
rose ceremonies, being in bikinis, having to like make out with people You're on not TV. In bikinis on the back, really. They go on a lot of trips. Okay. And they get in a lot of hot tubs and they do a lot of hikes. Like, no. no. Yeah, hikes, no. Like, they um, don't have any movie dates. Right. No. So, what if you had one dating show that you could be on? What would it be? Such a good question. Okay, what are the current dating shows? Okay, so Bachelor, we have Love Island. Too hot to handle. Literally <laughs> never. <laughs> Love is Blind, Bachelor, Bachelorette. Probably Love Bachelor is Bachelor in Paradise. No, probably Love is Blind. Love is Blind. And on the trip to Mexico, I just Love like pretend Island. to get sick or something. Is there anything else right now? I mean, there's like a lot of like bad dating shows. But. Right. Um, yeah, Love is Blind's a safe one. It's safe. Okay, I think but you would have to end in... Ma- oh, well, you don't have a problem with that. No. Are you commitment phobic? Like, you don't want to get married? Oh, no, I do. Oh, okay. I just am like, I never thought even to this day in my life, like, I thought it would be probably like five, six, seven more years till I have a boyfriend, that I'm very... don't. I don't want to break out of my... I just wanted to be that person that was like career focused for a while mm-hmm. and like I n- and I'm very content and happy I have a boyfriend. I love him, but I don't want him to pull me out of like... Your I hustle. just want it together, be like working and yeah. have fun and like whatever. And I'm not saying you don't do that, but I just, I think you. Bitch, were, I'm fun. Like I'm literally, there's nobody more wait, fun on the yes, planet than me. And you know what? There's a, I'm sorry, but there's a lot of my friends out there that got married, married. or engaged and turned boring right away. Okay. But that's a choice. That's what I'm saying. Like, look but at it's me. rarer. I'm, I'm so you, some fun. Some people do it and they're like, I'm going to just go sit in my home now. I just feel like. You are fun though. You I have agree. nothing to be afraid of when it comes to marriage impacting the amount of fun you have and the amount of work you can accomplish. That's all I'm saying. But live your life. Girlfriend. No, I agree because that I just think then it like turns into like, oh, also because I'm very much a person that loves to live alone. So I'm yes. no, like, I, I just like, I'm like, that's not happening that's anytime fair. soon. Like, it's crazy to me when people are like, oh, are you guys like living together yet? I'm like, we, we haven't even been dating a year. And that might be more normal for some people, but like for me now. No. And also kids are so far down the line for me that marriage just makes it feel like that's closer. But I know that you're not like, oh, I'm going to have kids tomorrow. No, I think as long as you're like in control of your life and making your own choices, like right. do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. All right. Next up, Eva Mendez is explaining why she and Ryan Gosling don't appear on red carpets together, mm-hmm. thus reminding everyone that these two are together because I literally had forgotten. So in the comments on a recent Instagram post in which Eva Mendez shared photos from the 2012 Beyond the Pines premiere, the first film she made with Ryan Gosling, she said she's only comfortable posting images of the couple that are already publicly available. She responded to someone saying, what a cool comment, thank you. The person had expressed a desire for her and Ryan Gosling to appear together to promote the upcoming bro- Barbie movie. She said, what a cool comment. Thank you. But we don't do things like those together. Mm. Like these photos I've been posting. I'm only comfortable posting because it's already out there. They were only on the red carpet together once because they were promoting that film together uh, between the pines. I think it's called. And it's so true. I mean, they literally have two kids together in 2020. I think it was or 2022. She had referred to him as her husband on some uh, Australian daytime talk show and people didn't even know that they had been married they are so secretive there's literally two paparazzi photos of them one from that premiere and then one when they went to disneyland like they're so low-key which obviously you know makes me believe it's real you know i think that it's literally what we just said yeah it's like you have to choose what you want to do and if that's some sort of for we have no idea but for some reason they made this decision early on and they just one of them really wants to stick to that maybe like does I it just really find matter? it. I find it so. You're unre- like no. I just find it so unrelatable. You know, you go like this. Nope, you have like a little thing. There. I know, but you know, my skin is peeling, and oh, my because okay. I got a sunburn, and it's all in my so- hair. I just have to live with it. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, um, no, it just I find it so unrelatable because I can't imagine being 
Eva Mendez with her husband as hot as Ryan Gosling and being Ryan Gosling with a, a wife as hot as Eva Mendez and not wanting to like thirst out on social media because that could quite literally never be me. I get a good picture of Ben. I'm posting it on five different yeah, platforms. It'll never be me either. I'm like, uploading like it to, to Pinterest. Like I'm literally I'm on Flickr.com and Tumblr. <laughs> right. But like, again, this is how everyone's different. Like, I just said, like, I like to show off my boyfriend, but I refuse to tag him and, and his, let anyone know his name. Oh, really? Oh, oh they don't know his name? I've never done that in my life. Have no, I, no I haven't said it. No. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, like, people are like, why? And I'm like, because that's what I decided. Because that's your you. boundary. So, I just feel like clearly it's something, there's a reason for it. Yeah. I mean, and we're not going to know what that reason is. No. And I think the reason is fairly obvious given their level of fame and how that can really be so toxic. Her. I feel like I don't know. Maybe I don't know because he had that suit. It's funny because I actually forgot that they were together too. And then right. I watched the Notebook with my boyfriend a few months ago, sobbing, screaming. And when I watch <sighs> a movie like that, like I get like very re addicted, and I have to look Rabbit into hole. the whole Wikipedia and where yep. are the the grant are the older versions of them still alive? Which I don't think they are. Oh. One of them is, and I just got so, started crying again. Yep. So then I started looking into them, and then I watched. 15 times the video of Rachel McAdams and him at the MTV kissing. Movie Awards running and kissing. Like, I'm addicted to that video. And I was like, all I want is for them to be together. And then I'm like, oh my God, he's with someone else. And I started getting upset. I know. But like... So is she. She, she what? She's with someone else too. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, they're both really happy. I know, but like... Ugh. You know what? That just reminded me of when you were talking about watching a movie. Ben <laughs> came into the room the other day. The will. Cackling at your story. <laughs> About the whale. Um, we have both really been wanting to watch it. And we've sat down twice to watch it. And we've watched and the trailer. Sad. And we we haven't even been able to start it. Because I think I'm going to find it so fucking sad. It's There's nothing happy about it. <sighs> I talked to Ben about this. Um, oh, you did? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was just like, do you think like I should watch or whatever? And I'm like... There is just, there's a lot of controversy around it. So maybe watch it because you like that. Like, I want to see what like you... What's the controversy about? That he's wearing a fat suit? No, no, no. Okay, that... Um, no fat people were a part of making this movie. He's not fat. The people who made the movie aren't fat. And that they're just making it look like another movie where it's like, you are a miserable person living in your home, eating your life away and hate your life and end up dying because you're, you are fat. Can I say, I actually do. I don't agree with the no fat people working on the set. Like people got to work. You're fat, you're skinny. You can do your job. I'm sorry. Right. I don't think that's mm -hmm. a valid critique. But I do, I, I'm, I'm very conscious of like the stereotype in media of fat people. It's always like the lazy, fat, slobby friend. And right. I find it annoying and. Or like the funny friend that never hooks up with guys. Yes. Fat. Yeah. I find it problematic. I get that. But I do want to say that what Brandon Fraser's character goes through, you know, eats, eats his way into oblivion, can't be a parent. Yeah. That actually is a reality for a lot yep. of people. So. I don't know. I don't have so, a problem with it. So all I'm going to say, because we don't have to get deep into it, but like I, and I still have yet to, again, this was another thing on my list, those two things. To make a video to about To make a video, and I actually don't know how to say it the right way without getting people pissed at me. Uh-huh. But I watched that show. I Thank God my boyfriend didn't come over because he's been asking to watch it with me. I said, I watched it without you. He was furious. Uh. And I said, I wouldn't have been able to watch this with you. I cried the whole entire time. I was watching a worse version, not worse, like a more extreme. intense, extreme version of myself. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe, like, there was just, uh, I'm not giving anything away, but there was one part where he looked at basically, like, I'm going to die based on, like, he looked up finally, like, what his something symptoms. about his health. And he was like, it says, like, you are going to die, basically. Mm. And instead of him doing something about it, he ordered 10 boxes of pizzas and ate all of them. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this, for someone who is a binge eater, 
this is the reality of the worst situation of it not getting better. Yeah. And I think it's a really real way to watch that. And and I don't necessarily think it was a it's inaccurate. Bad. Like inaccurate. No. I thought it was really interesting to watch. I don't have a problem with it at all based on what you're describing. But it's straight sad. If you don't want to just be right. upset and watch a sad movie like not ending well, you're going to like then don't watch it. And honestly, I feel like having that sort of depiction might be helpful for people who don't really understand that like being overweight most of the time is not a choice. That's my thing. It's a genetic. Pre- it's literally the number one cause of obesity is your genes. Like you're literally. And so telling a fat person like, well, Stop don't just eating. don't order pizza. It's not that part is a mental thing, and right. that's something, and it's habit, and it's, it's like telling a depressed person just you know you'll be fine, get yeah, cheer get up, better, like. and that's really my problem with a lot of the discourse around these new injection Ozempic, Manjaro, these um shots, yeah. because everyone's just like it's an easy way out, like it's just a really kind of in my opinion like a really uneducated way of speaking about obesity you obviously don't know anything about obesity because I know for a lot of people these injections have changed their lives right and have like quieted a lot of the noise in their head yeah. about food and it's just the way that you know normal people walking around can just like eat a meal and move on with their day and not keep thinking about it it's affording a lot of people that luxury who don't yeah. who haven't had that their whole lives we've got a brand new sponsor today we are very excited to be partnering up with lululemon to tell you all about their new align collection you may have noticed the pants I wear every single day on the toast. I got a lot of DMs about them. They are the Lululemon mini high rise flare pant. I love them. I've been in my kind of flare pant era, kind of evolving, maturing, and the Lululemon Align Collection has been fabulous. And what's great about it is the flexibility. The four-way stretch means you can bend, stretch, and move literally any way you want to without restriction or distraction. I find a lot of times the band at the top of like leggings or flare pants will really hurt my stomach and be like a belly ache throughout the day. Not Lululemon. This stretch, this comfortability is real. It's made with Nulu fabric. It's the softest, comfiest texture for your legs, period. The fit is fabulous. I mean, look at me. I look stunning. It shapes perfectly to your body for a flattering look that's uniquely yours. And the best part is that it's weightless. That light, weightless sensation that makes you feel like you're wearing nothing and nothing else. I am loving these pants. I can't lie. I have to wash them like every two days because I've been wearing them pretty much five days a week here at the Toast. The entire line collection is really, really fabulous. But I have to say the high rise mini flare pant is my favorite. And that's just because I'm in like my flare era. I'm like a flare girly. Get into the Lululemon Align collection at lululemon.com. That's L-U-L-U-L-E-M-O-N.com. And this collection is the Align collection. You don't want to miss it. Today's episode is sponsored by Dreamland Baby. We want to introduce you to a product that over half a million parents, including Jacks, use to help their baby sleep. It's the Dreamland Baby Weighted Sleep Sacks and Swaddles. It all started with Tara, who couldn't get her baby to sleep. She was frustrated and searching for answers, and her solution was to create a gently weighted sleep sack that your baby can safely wear to help them feel calm, fall asleep faster, and stay asleep longer. It's really genius. It's the only sleep sack that features CoverCom technology. It evenly distributes weight from the baby's shoulders to toes and it naturally reduces stress allowing your little one to relax and sleep soundly just like a weighted blanket can help adults we all know that we love our weighted blankets these gently weighted sleep sacks will help your baby feel calm much like a hug and your baby can do anything in the sack that they can do in a non-weighted sleep sack so if you have a child who's having difficulty falling asleep or even staying asleep this is a safe effective product that you need so it's the gently weighted sleep sacks and swaddles they're for newborns up to 36 months it's the only sleep sack with that 
cover calm technology and it was created by a mom so the gentle weight mimics the feeling of a parent's touch or a hug we've had a lot of success with the bebes in our family with these weighted sleep sacks and as adults we know we've all used a weighted blanket we know that it works so your baby deserves the best the best news is that they're offering an exclusive discount to the toast listeners just head to dreamlandbabyco.com slash pages slash toast and use code toast at checkout to get 20 percent off and put your sleepless nights to rest. That's dreamlandbabyco.com slash pages slash toast. A little human interest news, Remelina. Ready? Yep. A five-foot man who struggled to find a date has undergone excruciatingly painful $165,000 leg surgery that involved breaking his bones so he could add another five inches to his height. His name is Moses Gibson. He's from Minnesota, and he had been insecure about his height for years. Wow. He first underwent the knife in 2016, but recently had his second procedure. He is 41 years old, and he has now grown five inches, and he is saying he's feeling much more confident. What do you think about that? Uh, I think this is crazy, but <laughs> it's just kind of, you know, like live your life. If he's happy yeah. and so confident, I'm always, uh, I'm a big proponent of like, yeah, this trend where like we're all embracing our insecurities. That's great. But like sometimes you can't get past one, one yeah. of your insecurities. And yes, this is extreme and borderline kind of crazy. But you know what? If you feel better, I'm happy for you. It's the same thing about everything. Like it's like I have never, I'm very much on like, I just for me have never wanted to like, change like um do you like plastic physically. surgery or something physically on me but I literally feel zero annoyance or frustration when other people do it have like you if, gotten any sort of cosmetic Botox nope. nothing the only thing I've ever gotten for my TMJ was a little needle here and it did not work oh you know what I was gonna ask you I've really been having bad TMJ and I've heard a lot of people having success with Botox I also hear it makes your jaw like a little bit more snatched it 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 didn't Does it? for me. Oh. I don't think I look any different than when I did it, but it also didn't work for me. Oh. And also, you just have to be careful and make sure you go to the right person. It can literally fuck up like your smile and everything. Like you oh, just need no. to go to a good person. No, that's not worth it. I'm not right. doing it's it. It's not worth it. I think, but also, I literally got a mouth guard in my TMJ stuff. Like a really. Where'd good, you get a mouth guard? I will tell you the guy. Oh, thank you. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I I, for me, I am. Now that's going to sound bad. No, I was going to say I'm proud that I haven't. But like for me, that's yeah, the thing for me. Like I was fine. always like, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to. I just like, whatever. No, when people to choose Have to you? embrace. Yeah, I get Botox probably twice a year. Okay. I can't even tell. Thank you so much. Yeah. I did many years, not many years ago, probably 2018. Lips. I got a natural neck lift, oh. which was basically just like I got fat removed. It's not buckle fat removal. It's from my double chin. I, I would, hated. I, this is just a personal thing. Like, I feel like people shouldn't do the buckle fat removal because I don't think they look good. I think, no, you know what it is? It's like, it's a trend right now to have like crazy ass sunken cheekbones. And I don't think in a few years it's going to be on trend because I do think it looks bad. It's kind of like how I feel about these floofy eyebrows that everybody does. Like mm -hmm. they slick up their eyebrows all the way to their fucking hairline yeah. and they look nuts and the way we look back now at like those really skinny eyebrows from the 90s we're gonna look back at these fluffy You're ass right. groucho marks eyebrows and be like what the fuck were we thinking but eyebrows are temporary i went You're home one day with eyebrows like that and my <laughs> whole family said you look horrible no like but that's it's a makeup trend like you it's fine you're not permanently changing your eyebrows yeah. but the buckle fat removal I just I agree I don't think it looks good and I think to permanently no. do that I think a lot of people might regret it they're gonna you have to be so careful when you get caught up in these beauty trends and I'm easily the caught trends. up you're I'm right. easily yeah. caught up in things and so I try to be really level-headed about it but you know I might in a few years wish I had my double chin back I don't think I will but <laughs> I used to be very anti like getting lips done like again this is like how I I've I'm allowed to change my mind. Yeah, of course. So like I used to get like really mad at my sister when she would get her lips done. I'm like, you're going to regret it. You're going to regret it. 
I have some friends that actually look 10 times better, like when mm-hmm. they had less lips and then now. And then, What like, do you think about my lips? They look really good. Are they... Do you get them done? I have had lip filler maybe three times in the last couple of years. I get it done a very little amount once a year. Then I think it's all about going to the right person because like your lips don't Sharon look to me. And again, I just want everyone to like look and feel their best. But like for me... It's a choice. I... I've always had like pretty decent sized lips and I'm like, I'll get in these phases where I'm like, should I? And then I'm like, nah. No, you have nice lips. Thank you. There's no reason to get something that you don't need just because yeah. it's trendy. No. Um, so you're saying you would not spend $165,000 breaking your legs to grow five inches. No, but he could do what he wants and I'm not mad at him. This is kind of like white chicks where she says she got her <laughs> knees done and that's why she got taller. But it's really Marlon Wayans. I don't remember that, but I saw that movie like five times. Oh my God, it's such a good movie. No, I know. Well, someone was like, you got taller. She's like, oh, I got my knees done. And they're like, you can do that. I guess you can. Do you know what is really crazy though? When I when I was signing, looking into signing to modeling agencies, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be a plus size model, I remember actually like this is where I had like my little phase of like zero confidence right before COVID and right before the videos. I remember laying in bed like crying, being like I just and calling my dad saying I just wish I was five ten. And he said, oh. well, "Well, Remy, like guess what? There's nothing you could do about that." Right. And I was like, "Okay, I just got got to get over this." He was like, wrong. Yeah, he was wrong. <laughs> you can. All right, our fifth story is going to lead us into our little recap of the Vanderpump Rules episode from last night. But, like, Howie Mandel is starting stuff. Have you seen? <laughs> so, I fell asleep last night to the interview on It my was horrible. Line, which was insane. So, Andy Cohen on Watch Happens Live last night, like, kind of poked fun at Howie Mandel okay. and was like, just said, you, you know, he stepped in shit. He didn't even know what he was talking about. He yeah. did no research. Lala went on her stories and was, like, coming for him. So now Howie Mandel is slamming back at Andy Cohen and oh. Lala Kent after the controversial interview. So he caught flack from Andy Cohen and Lala and swarms of fans. Howie has clapped back. He said, I don't need to do homework. I know who Sandoval is. I know what show he's on. It's very funny to me now watching everybody else. Like, I don't even know some of the names of the people that are in the show, and I'm getting hit hard for not knowing those names. He obviously, he famously stopped the interview and was like, wait, who's Sheena? Wait, I cried laughing in the Uber here listening to you going, shut up! No, he was really being so... No, he was annoying. He was being so annoying. I'm sorry, like an interviewer should know the information. Thank you. He reiterated that he doesn't watch the Bravo reality show, but he said he wanted to give Sandoval a place where he can spew his side. He cheated on his girlfriend with her best friend. I still don't understand why it's big international news, though he doesn't condone Sandoval's month-long affair with Raquel. Howie Mandel said he could commend the bar owner, quote, for being vulnerable and removing the stigma for mental health. People (laughs) think they could just say mental health and like everything that comes out of their mouth after that is right right that's like a thing now where it's like well mental health and it's like everyone's like oh well mental health (laughs) no you can't just say that like that has meaning and what the fuck is he talking about it it really is crazy and I do think that he chose I guess he went on that like knowing that he wasn't gonna get challenged yeah it was so that was the craziest thing and now I'm watching last night's episode and all the new episodes of Vanderpump Rules with this lens of like and I always I pride myself on I've been a fan of the show since the very beginning, and yeah. I have always hated Tom Sandoval. I have known... Wait, I've always hated him. And especially in recent years, he doesn't even do a good job of hiding how narcissistic... Nar- oh, I hate him. Is that the right word? Narcissistic? Yeah. Narcissistic. He is how he's so obsessed and in love with himself, how he's so deeply unwell. And now everyone's seeing what I've been seeing for years, and so I just feel... I feel vindicated in a sense. I just hate him. I always have. And I, this wasn't like a big surprise to me. The surprise part was obviously, and the worst part was the Raquel. Raquel, because she's fr- their mm-hmm. friends. I think that like, I don't know. I commented on, oh, when the interview came out, I commented on something and then people started trying to comment Start back. Fights. And I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> um, and 
people were just like, well, they clearly had a messed up relationship. And so I'm like, I don't care. That doesn't make any sense, right? So really, I'm also a very like anti-cheater person. So yeah. I actually think the whole thing is messed up. But like, other than that, I think the friendship thing is messed up. I think she's a very, Raquel, Rachel, is a very insecure gal that really, really craves attention and needs it. I also think from being in probably a pretty traumatizing relationship, relationship with James where like, I do, I can't help but crack up at everything he says. Like, I know. He's hilarious. He's but so he also, problematic, like, but he's so funny. I know, I couldn't, I could not imagine being in a relationship with him. No, I mean, when she told the story about him calling her mom fat. Wait, when was that? She, I mean, she was talking about like two episodes ago about like, oh, the, I missed that. They went to Palm Springs like with her parents, like when they were engaged, and this is what really caused them to break up. He was just going off saying so mean. He was like, "Your I dad is that. your dad is so miserable because he's married to your fat mom." Yeah, he has no. He's, he's horrible. He's crazy, and also like, I'm sorry, like I actually think she's like cute and pretty, Allie? but like, yeah, she. <laughs> I I just have never seen someone sit there and just listen to all this without being able to say one thing or just be like shut up. No, last night's like, episode shut up, James. was like, last night's episode was weird because like James and Allie are like kind of joining this like outsider crew of yep, Katie, Christina, Lala. Kelly, and Lala. Like they went, they left Hibachi and went to dinner with them, and it's just <laughs> fucking weird. No, but I do I do get that. One, him and Lala used to be best friends, so they have like this connection, and I do and think they're two, in love. Maybe Katie and him. At least they share that frustration. I feel like it's the comfort yes, of yes, like, yes. he can't really say how upset he is, yeah. even though he's clearly acting that way because he has a girlfriend next to him where Katie can be like, this is so upsetting to me. So I feel like he feels comfort comfortable like with them, especially in the wedding. I don't think that that's the weirdest thing that they're like in this little crew. I think what is... Well, Lala? Is that what you're going to say? I love Lala, so it's hard Jackie for me and I, to like... for years have been Lala apologists, but like it's really hard to kind of defend quite literally anything she's done this season because she's been abhorrent. And if we didn't know what we know about Raquel, like I would be so team Raquel. But of course, you know, the affair complicates right. things. But I just thought she was being like kind of a bad friend to Sheena, like not going to the rehearsal dinner. Literally the white party, she didn't even show up to. And when Sheena wanted to talk to her about it, she like wouldn't even acknowledge it. And she was on my Chubbins Live saying, you know, I wasn't a bridesmaid. I paid for my room. This is a vacation for me. And like, I get it. And it is a vacation, but like, it's her fucking wedding. And All like, I'm going to say is I would be way... I would be have a very different reaction than Sheena did. Yeah, I, th- I thought Sheena was so chill if and like people came to my hotel, yeah. and my wedding. Okay, but now I feel, see like I and like hung that. out with like my enemy, Katie. Mm-hmm. I I just feel bad. I like I really like Lala, and I just don't want to talk shit. No, I know, but like, but, like I know I'm like, a part of being a host of the toes is like you have to have those uncomfortable conversations, Remy. <sighs> okay, well I just I, did. I just said that I would have reacted differently, and I would have been like pissed off. But that's me. Like if you're coming to my hotel, like of we're, course, I'm sorry, like. It's literally where I'm getting my married. wedding, having my wedding, and you wouldn't be here if I wasn't having a wedding this weekend. And so, like, you can't say you're just on vacation. Like, you should be at every possible event, or please leave. And Sheena, like, kind of being chill about it, made me have like a lot of respect for her. Um, and then, yeah, I'm shocked. She was chill l- later on in the night when she shared with everyone that her and Brock have actually been married for a year, yeah. and they were just like so happy. And like summer, they have a baby together, and she like, Wait, started that crying. Baby is so so cute. cute, beautiful girl. <gasps> I was like, you know what? This kind of makes sense why Sheena's not being like a bridezilla. Like this wedding is like a formality. It's just for right, fun. Right. It doesn't really mean anything in like a spiritual sense. When the it's veil just... was flowing in the wind, I would have been like, Rah! I know. And she was just like, it's okay. Just take it. Like she clearly did some sort of something before that to just zen her she out. Where so she was chill. like, I'm not going to bug at this wedding. Yeah, she was or so chill. Or maybe he makes her more calm of a person. And she's a lot much of the time older than she was at her first wedding. Her yeah. first wedding, she and at her first wedding was me at my wedding. Like that's the energy I was giving. Crazy yeah. ass fucking bitch energy. <laughs> That's how I was acting. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about Schwartz and Raquel? Do you think, like, it was so crazy? I really don't blame Raquel in any sense. Like, Katie has been horrible to her. This Bullied her. Like, why would... Raquel doesn't really owe Katie anything. Tom is 
completely at Tom fault. Tom is in the wrong. Yeah. Tom is, and then going up, like, Tom, I would have been James in that situation. I was like, don't touch my leg and don't try and talk to my current girlfriend. It's true. Like, I actually, he was not wrong at all. I know. But also, like, yeah, Tom, I've always liked that Schwartz. But he gives this innocent thing where he's like, what? You can't be mad at me and like trying to be like chill. Where like, one, I also think Katie, you don't know behind the scenes what their conversations have been. It probably was like a really big deal to like choose to end a marriage, but there's allowed to be jealousy there. And also yeah. like, don't get with my friends. No, not even my friends. Cause that's, even, that's not what she said. She's like, just don't like get in the group. And I don't, right. I don't feel like that's an unreasonable thing for her I to don't ask. either. I totally would be feeling the way she did. And I would have been like, Schwartz, get away. Yeah. And um, that was also wrong to James. Raquel, I don't think really owes Katie anything, but Raquel's crazy. She also doesn't owe James anything. Like he was horrible to her. Right. She's just kind of like a free agent. Yeah, and but I, didn't she break up with James? I don't know. Well, we don't really know how that. I don't know who broke up with who, but like she is still very much like the hurt party. He has a new girlfriend. He was horrible to her. He called her mom fat. Yeah. Like I feel no, like. he was horrible to her. I feel like she really doesn't owe him anything. There was something else you just asked. Schwartz. Um, you said you like him as a person. Yeah. Wait, no, I'm missing something. Oh, what I was confused about, and that's why I was texting my mom, my sister, I said, I'm like, I'm a little confused here because you guys said to me that in like two episodes ago um, that Tom Sandoval and Raquel started already having their fling. And then they were like, oh, no, no, no. And then I was like, okay, that would make more sense because why would she kiss Schwartz? But now... Listening to that interview, yeah. they did start in Sandoval's eyes. Before the wedding. They had a connection. And, and they kissed. kissed. But I'm thinking that maybe in Raquel's eyes, it wasn't any sort of connection or a big deal because like she was like, I'm into Tom Schwartz. And then maybe after he got, Sandoval got really jealous. Remember him standing over the table yep. last night, like being like, <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you guys kiss. And Ariana's like, sit down. Yeah, like, Tom, I just down. feel like he like, really was jealous and now I get it more and yeah. he probably was like like now I want to like be a thing with her so no one gets with her the timeline really is confusing it's though. really confusing I didn't get it to now I get it I didn't even get it from the show last night I was still confused but then when I watched how he's interviewed mm -hmm. now I understand I think we'll probably get like a very clear and concise timeline at the reunion yeah but I really can't wait till the end of May for that wait I'm so excited I'm so excited we should literally have a viewing party it's gonna be the biggest I would love event to watch like a yeah. Super Bowl like yeah it's gonna be the biggest event of the season I want to buy a commercial for the toast <laughs> while it's airing like yeah. I think it'll be literally the most tuned into also thing. also I think this is a fun thing to just be discussing on social media because usually I am like you're one that you'll just be like oh my god this person's like sucks even if you like know who they are and like you've met a lot of these people where like I get too nervous to do I that know. but the only time I ever started doing that was last year with love is blind so I started doing it a little more now and this is the first time I feel like I can do that because everyone's on one side. If you're somewhat on Raquel's side, you are delusional. But I don't think there's anyone I know. So it's like you could say whatever you want because we're all in a team together. Right. Everyone's like, Team Ariana, Team Ariana. Yeah. It's like, of course, Team. What else? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so last night, Except Howie, maybe. It was sweet. I actually really thought Sheena's wedding was beautiful. And I'm yeah, really happy for it. It really was nice. And I really like Brock. And I, I definitely got a little teared up, especially when Summer was walking down the aisle. It was sweet. Wait, she's so cute. And I'm like very picky on like cute babies. And like I think she's the cutest. Wait, also in this premiere for next week, the preview. Katie's talking about how she's dating someone who's 25. And yeah. she brings this guy to the um, bar. And he like literally looks 11. <laughs> like... <laughs> He looks like he weighs like 60 pounds. I was shook. I'm like, 
Listen, I feel like any maybe you want to get the furthest away from what you yes, are like. So true. I don't know. I've never been married and I've never like needed to like turn right. But, like um a lot of people end up like hooking up with people that is not their type or not That's what so they're true. used to. So that is so true. I'm interested to see like more about him. You know, I'm very much looking forward to that whole thing because I was shook when I saw him. I was like, Wait, what? But like, I know you said he was young. I didn't realize he was in middle school. <laughs> Um, well, that's our show. Remy, thank you so much for being here. I for love you. Me. Guys, love be you. sure to follow Remy everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, at Remy J. Bader or just Remy Bader? Wait, that's my... <laughs> Wait. I feel like on TikTok, um, it's Remy Joe. Oh, no, no. Everything is at Remy Bader. Okay, sorry. That's I didn't mean it. to confuse everyone. At Remy Bader. <laughs> um, you're the best. Thank you for being here. Love you. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Toast of the Millennium Morning Show where we deal with the past five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iRadio, Castbox, all the places people listen to podcasts. Find us the Toast of the Five Star Review that we do stunning and wickedly talented we are. Have an amazing Thursday. We are in studio tomorrow for our final episode of the week with Paige DeSorbo. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.